morning, everyone. Oh, okay, let's pray. Oh, God, I just thank you so much that you are here, that you are here with us, that you love us, and that you are speaking to all of us. God, I just pray that you move powerfully today by your Spirit, God. We know that you're going to. We know that you're all about that, that you love speaking to us and moving in us and changing us. And we just, we just believe for big, mighty, amazing things to happen today by your Spirit, Lord. We love you, God. We worship you. Amen. Okay. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, today I'm going to be talking about God Speaks. And I think um, I really love this topic because it actually just really blows my mind. I think it's so amazing that God, the creator of the universe, our creator, the savior of the world, does speak to us all of the time. And I think, just think that actually blows my mind just in itself. You know, it's actually such a wonderful and a powerful thing, but it's actually something that I overlooked for so many years. Um, even when I was in relationship with God, I didn't really give him much time to speak to me. Um, you know, I didn't get into the word very much, and my prayers would be, I'd pour my heart out, amen, and I'd get up and walk away. And I just think, I was missing out on so much, you know? And um, because... When God speaks to us, it's so much more than words, you know. Um, you know, it's because of who said it, it makes it so powerful. And when we remember the power when God speaks, I think about like at the beginning of time, there was nothing and God spoke, let there be light, let there be stars in the sky, let there be animals of all different kinds. And at his word, like when he spoke that out, there's so much power. The whole entire universe was created and every single thing in it, every living, breathing creature, you know, able to function and reproduce the plant, everything. There's so much power when God says just a simple word. And I, and I love um, thinking about like Jesus when he was on earth, you know, he loved going around healing people and he loves healing people still. And, um, and I love... You know, there was like a guy who was paralyzed for 38 years. And, um, you know, he'd be feeling pretty, pretty hopeless about that situation. But Jesus came up to him and said, stand up, pick up your mat. And it sounds so simple, but it's, you know, when God speaks, it's so powerful. And that man was miraculously healed. You know, there was another guy who it said he had severe leprosy. So his whole body was like eating away at itself. People wouldn't come you know, within a mile of him, they were, they were freaked out from him, let alone coming right up to him. And Jesus went up to him and he said to him, I'm willing to heal you, you know? His heart is that he wants to heal. And he said, he said, be healed. And that person was completely well, just when God spoke the words to him. You know, and I think that we can all think of um, countless times in our own lives where situations have looked grim and things have been pretty messed up and we've spoken his word or he has spoken into our situation and and you know it's completely changed things because you know when Jesus died and rose again he finished it it was already done and so when we speak out the words that he said the victory is already ours we've already got that thing and we are claiming it as we speak that out it's powerful, you know, it's powerful to change situations. It's completely transformed our lives and we've seen so many miracles um, happen and, and, and it changes situations when God speaks. Um, and, and, and it hugely changes us when, when we hear God speak to us. I think about like, 
you know, when, when God speaks, I think um, he can impact us deeper in one moment, in one sentence from him, than a whole lifetime of hearing stuff from other people or the world. I know that there's been things that I've carried my whole entire life and believed and couldn't, couldn't shake that. And then he has spoken or I've found a, a word and it, the freedom that has come in that, you know, it, it has authority when he speaks, you know. And that's because the words that we read in the Bible, they weren't just for them thousands of years ago. You know, he speaks those exact same words to us right now and with the exact same power that comes with it. Hebrews um, 4.12 says, it says that the Word of God is alive and powerful, that it's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, and it cuts through our soul and our spirit. It's powerful, eh? When God speaks to us, it's more than just words that we hear in our heads. You know, it's that mind-blowing, spirit-moving, deeply impactful, powerful stuff that changes us, like it changes us forever. You know, when we read His words and by the power of the Holy Spirit, He gives us guidance, eh? Like, have you read His word and gotten guidance from Him? You know, I know that He answers us. There's, I've asked Him questions and He's answered us directly, either by speaking, speaking into us in that quiet time or, or, um, or, or by, through His word. Um, you know, and through His word, I, I believe He restores us and He heals us of things. Um, he shows us our identity. That's an amazing thing as well, that, we, that He speaks his ident our identity into us. Um, and He gives us faith and freedom. Freedom from things. There's been things that I've been like, you know, found really hard to kick, can't kick this thing, you know, really felt bound up by it. And then I've spoken that freedom, you know, that He's already given us. And I've spoken that out and it's just fallen away. It's crazy. And, and he gives us hope in his promises. You know, um, I feel like that's been a really massive thing as well. Um, our God, I was reading last night in Isaiah, and it's super cool. So it was like hundreds of years before Jesus even came. But God spoke to him, and he wrote down all of these things that were going to happen in absolute detail about Jesus, his walk, who he's going to be born to, when he, where he's going to be born, everything details about what was going to happen to him. And every single thing came to pass. You know, our God has an absolute track record of keeping his word. So when we find promises, we can hope in them, cling to these promises, you know. And I know as well that when he has spoken that he has brought peace and everything's looking messed up and I'm saying, why am I not freaking out right now, you know. It's because when God speaks peace into a situation, the peace comes. You know, like I said, you can hear all these things. We, you know, I was missing out on so much by not hearing God speak, by not giving him that time. I'd think, oh, I'm so busy. I don't have time to just sit with God. But look how powerful it is. You know, I was missing out on so much. I didn't read his word very much. And I'm going to be honest, I found it hard. I found, I think I, I don't even know if I've read a handful of books in my life, to be honest. Reading hasn't really been my thing. Um, and... And yeah, I struggled to read the word. And then the words that I did read, I think I started at Genesis about a hundred times. I'd lose momentum though after a short period of time. And I struggled with that. And, um, and also the, a lot of the times when I would read the word, a lot of the words seemed unfamiliar to me. I didn't recognize these words that I was reading. 
And what I did was I prayed and I said to God, like, I'm struggling with a set of fire and Simon. Give me a deep desire to read your word, Lord. Because I knew that the words that I had read, that they had been massive and completely transformed my life. So I wanted to get this. And, um, and you know, more than I even want it, he wants it. He wants us to be able to read it. He doesn't want it to be this hard, confusing thing for us at all. In fact, he's going to make it top priority to help us with that. And I can tell you, he answered my prayers. And he has. He's put like an amazing desire inside of me to read his word. I love it. Like I, I love reading it all the time. It's amazing. And, and that's come from him. And also the Holy Spirit, you know, he's our helper and he loves. If there is something that we're not grasping, ask Holy Spirit to show it to us. And he makes it come to life. He makes us grasp it and not just in our minds, but it comes to life in our spirits. And, and we start to get it in ways mind-blowing things where you think you, it's literally you're hearing from him you know you couldn't think this up you know it's amazing so I encourage you if that's something you struggle with ask him for that desire to be put inside you and I, I know he will he'll put a fire inside you to read his word he wants you to hear from him and um and also if there's anything you need revelation on I know that I know that if you find a word and say to him, God, speak to me about this. I don't want to just know that, yeah, you love me. I want to experience your love. I want to know this of all that I am, you know? And I really know that Holy Spirit will give you revelation on these things, you know? It's cool. So when God speaks, it, it changes situations and it changes us. And I really think as well that it, it changes um, our relationship with, or the way that we view our relationship with him. The more that we hear God speak to us, the easier it becomes to recognize his voice, right? And, um, and I really think it's cool because when we hear God speak, when we hear his love for us, that he cherishes us and his every thought that, you know, his grace is sufficient to come boldly to his throne of grace. You know, when we hear these wonderful things, his heart towards us, I think that it helps us to get to know the real him and then we can start to view him the right way. These things change it. They make us feel like running to Him. We know we're safe to be with Him and to rest with Him and to be honest with Him, to let our guard down with Him, to laugh with Him. Hey, it's good. You know, it, it, it draws us closer to Him. It's cool. And I also think as well, you know, the more that we read and hear from God and read His heart about things, it's cool because it's no longer I who lives, but Christ in us, eh? So, so our hearts actually cry out for the same things. And when we read that his heart is for the, what, what his heart's crying for, that he, for the lost and the broken, ours start, it, it hits us deep. And ours are really crying for those same things. And what gets him excited gets us excited, eh? And, and the more that we do that, it, it's just awesome. Our hearts are just so in line. And, um, you know, he said that we're the salt of the earth, Right? Um, and to go out and be salty. And I think that's us being God flavor in the earth, right? And, you know, I really think that when we spend this time hearing from God, it makes us extra salty. It, it helps us to um, know what his heart's about, you know? It's, it's cool. It's really good. You know, it is such an incredible blessing for us to hear God speak, you know? These are just a few little things I know we've heard over the last however many weeks, like how amazing it is when God speaks to us. But there are so many people out there that have never heard God speak and that don't know 
have never read the Bible and don't know his heart towards them. And that's been really massive on my heart. I just think, imagine going through life not knowing how loved you are, not knowing, not having his guidance, not having his answers, not having his promises to hope in, you know, or knowing him. It's hard. I can remember that. I can remember how life is heavy and tough and tiring and confusing and you're trying to work it all out on your own and it's hard, you know? And as far as God goes, if we don't know him and don't know his heart towards us, I think oftentimes we try and we kind of fill the gaps and make it up ourselves if we don't know him. And I think I've seen that happen so much times in life, you know? I had someone say to me, I really want God. I just really got to sort all this stuff out first and, and get my life right before I can go to him, you know? Or, or someone else who actually said to me, um, this, yeah, she said that um, I believe in God. I just think that he picks the ones that he wants, like the good ones. And that straight breaks my heart. Like, and I know that it breaks his because why does the, his child, why does God's precious child feel as though he doesn't want them or, you know, they're not, they're not he, he won't want them or love them, you know? That's sad. And, and I think it's because God's been really misrepresented to us in this world, right? You know, that he's angry. He only wants perfect people. You better sort yourself out good and proper before you even think about approaching him. But this is not true. This is completely and utterly untrue, you know? If only, the, if only that they knew that he's not mad at us, that he loves us, that um, if only that they knew that he knows that we can't get it together on our own and nor has he ever asked us to. The whole point is that we realize that we need him, that we want him, that we believe in him, that we open our heart to him. You know, and that his grace, that that is sufficient, you know, for everything to make us totally right in his sight because of Jesus. You know, but how do I know that this is true? How do we know this is the real truth? It's because God has already spoken. You know, he's told us his heart clearly and in detail that he said I don't, that his heart is that none shall perish, but for everyone to come to him in repentance, right? He said, you know, in the word he said that for God so loved the world that whoever believes in him, and that's like whoever, right? So when you're thinking, oh, he only wants the good ones, nah, Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. You know, he, Jesus spoke about the prodigal son, the lost son, the lost coin, the lost sheep. He has made it abundantly clear that he's not okay with even one of his precious children being away from him. And that, you know, he doesn't forget about them and he doesn't move on, but instead that his love and his pursuit for them is relentless. We know this. We know this because God has spoken and so we know how powerful it is when God speaks. And he's put this desperation in my spirit for all of those that don't hear him speak. And I believe that he is calling us, his mighty army, his disciples, his fisher of men, to step in on behalf of all of his precious children that don't know him, haven't heard him speak, and to declare the powerful words, the word of God on their behalf. Because we know how firsthand how powerful this is, right? So can we get up um, Isaiah 61.1, please? And I'd really like if we could all read this together. <laughs> okay, because this, is, this is, applies to all of us. 
So, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. Oh, doesn't that blow your socks off? It's amazing. Isn't that beautiful? And he's not talking just to the leaders or or whoever. He's saying that the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon us, all of us, and that he has called us and anointed us to go out and tell good news and to go and tell these captives that the, the people bound up in addictions and depression and bitterness and broken hearts and, you know, and to tell them that, you know, that they'll be set free. Jesus has already done it on the cross. We're going to bring the good news. And I really believe that what he is showing is a major key to this. Well, what he's put on my spirit as a major key to this is that by speaking the word of God over their lives in our own, and we're going to see mighty and amazing miracles. I, I know it. And I reckon that we're going to be doing a lot of this by faith as well. And so that means no matter what it looks like, even if it's looking real messed up, <laughs> real out the gate, real impossible, our oh God is so good, man. I feel like he, he loves to just do that even more just to prove a point, you know? <laughs> you know? No, even if it looks, no matter what, we're, by faith, we are going to be proclaiming and declaring God's powerful words that he has already spoken on their behalf. And we're going to see God move. So, um, Vange, can we get a Ezekiel 37, please? So I'm going to read you guys a story. This is a, this is a cool story um, about a valley of dry bones. Okay. So it says, The Lord took hold of me, and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. And then he led me all around the bones that covered the valley floor, and they were scattered everywhere across the ground, and they were completely dried out. And then he asked me, Son of man, can these bones become living people again? Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. (laughs) And then he said to me, Speak a prophetic message to these dry bones and say, Dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. And this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. That's crazy. And then what? Then you will know that I am the Lord. Oh, Oh, it's good. It's a good word, my guys. And so I spoke this message just as he told me. And then suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each of these bodies came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. And then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. The skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. And then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath from the four winds and breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. Verse 10, 
So I spoke the message as He commanded me. Breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet. A great army. This is crazy. This is powerful stuff. I just, thank you, Lord. And you know, so if we just go back to verse 1 and 2, please. Or does it show 1 and 2 together? I don't know. Yes, it does. Okay. So first, I just really feel like, um, you know, I, I believe it says that the Lord took hold of me and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to the valley filled with bones. He's leading me all around the valley to see these dry bones. And I believe that God has already started showing us. Holy Spirit is showing us dry bones today. There are going to be people on your heart. There are going to be things and situations that may, you know, look far gone and, and your heart's going to be crying out for these things. This isn't by coincidence by your thinking of this person or why this person has been drawn to your attention. God is leading you and by the Holy Spirit, He is showing you these dry bones. Take, a, take attention, ask Him what dry bones. And it says that these bones were completely dried out. So what He's showing you might look pretty far gone. You know, these might be situations where the people involved and everyone around them has actually accepted the fact. You know, and that they've lost all hope that things could ever change or be any different. You know, it, it might be somebody who has battled anxiety for as long as you can remember them, like knowing them. It might be the person that you, you know, that spouse you've prayed for for 20 years to come to know Jesus and it still seems like the guard's up. You know, they might have been through someone who's been through massive trauma and has just left them with these deep wounds of pain. All they can see now is their pain. You know, they, they don't even know what it's like to not feel like that. Or, or, or maybe it's somebody who has struggled with addiction for so many years, they don't even remember what it was like beforehand. They don't remember what it was like to feel free. You know, when you're in darkness, you actually can't even see what you're stumbling over half the time. And so it becomes so much easier just to get stuck there. You know, but know that even if it's been a really long time that God hasn't forgotten and he hasn't stopped caring. He just loves them and his heart aches to see them stuck in suffering. And I believe that he is showing us these dry bones because he's wanting to call them to live. So asking, ask Holy Spirit, maybe there's already been someone or some situation that's come on your spirit already. And if not, ask him, what dry bones are you showing me? And then verse 3, please, Venge. And then he asked me, it says, Son of man, can these bones become living people again? You know, that's it. He's asking us, can these bones live again? Can, can I heal this broken heart? Can I heal this person? Can I give them freedom from addiction? Can I show them my salvation? Let faith rise up. That's what i got to say. <laughs> Let faith raise up, my friends. If you need faith, get in the Word. Read the Word. At Women's Group, one week we, we um, read about Jesus healing people, and we, just, we literally just went through them over and over and over, different, different healings that He did, spoke them out. By the end of it, we were like pumped, you know. What else can we heal? What about my auntie's hooknail? Let's pray for that, you know. It's crazy. The things you start to... And do you know what we saw that day? We saw somebody who had been very, very sick for many, many years. We prayed for them and they got their healing. Wow. We prayed for people who weren't even there and they got healings. It's crazy. They didn't even know we'd prayed for them. Honest, it was crazy. 
If you need faith, read the Word of God. Let it build up faith in you. And also, I love to remember. I love to remember all of the things that He has delivered and saved me from, you know, and, and all the miracles that I've witnessed in my life. And when I remember these things, it just builds up faith inside me. I know that He didn't just do that for some, but He's, got, he's done that freedom. He's, he's paid it all. It's already there, you know. And so, you know, when we declare this out, do it, we're going to be doing it by faith. So verse 4, okay, so he's shown us the dry bones, and, and I believe this is what he's telling us to do. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these dry bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. You know, remember that the spirit of the Lord is on us, that, that, he, that he's anointed us to bring good news and to proclaim and to declare that the captives be set free. The work is already paid for on the cross. He, he, he did it all. We have authority as we speak His Word. There is power in His Word. It's the same power that set us free and delivered us, eh? You know, and, and, and it says, so I believe that he's, he's calling us to speak to these dry bones and say, dry bones, you listen to the Word of the Lord. And what I have at home is um, someone's name and then a verse that I've, prayed and gotten from God that I'm like declaring out in faith. And I feel like speaking that over their lives. Um, yeah, and, and, and also so be, to, to be declaring out the Word of God over this, these situations, but also um, speaking life over these situations. And if you know the person or you see them, speak life into them. Because, you know, oftentimes when we're in a bit of a place of despair and darkness, everyone's become used to you being like that. And do you know what? They, they come at you like, oh, you're useless. You're never going to change. You know, this is the stuff that people speak over other people, but not us. We're going to see, we see what God sees, eh? So no matter how messed up, that is his precious child. That's his treasure. You know, he loves them and he still has plans to prosper them. It's crazy good. Let's call these bones to live. And I believe that we're going to see big miracles when we do this. It says then that he'll put flesh and muscles and skin on them. And that he's, you know, that's, he's going to heal and he's going to restore and he's going to strengthen them. And that's so amazing, okay? But you know, he doesn't stop there because our God is way too good. He's way too good for that. He knows what good is it if we're physically well, but we're spiritually dead. You know, He wants so much more than that. He wants for so much more. He wants for relationship. He doesn't just want us to have life all dandy here. He wants us to have eternal life. He wants us to have life in Him. And so He goes on to say that after He puts the flesh and the muscles and the skin then he says, I will put breath into you and you will come to life. And then you will know that I am the Lord. I, we're going to see salvations. We're going to see many, many salvations. We're not just going to see these miracles, but I believe that the, the people in it and the people around, the people that witness these things, that they are going to see God. And I believe that they're going to come to Him in salvation. We're going to see some amazing things, man. And if we can just go to verse 10, please. And so it says, So I spoke the message as he commanded me, 
And breath came into their bodies and they came to life and they stood up on their feet, a great army. <laughs> who is God's mighty army? Who is, who is the army that He's rising up? Right now, they might look like dried up bones, man. They might look like some pretty messed up situations. But no, God is calling them to live and not just survive, but He's calling them to be His mighty army. This is it. Remember this, so when we see those bones, instead of seeing them as dry bones, we see them as He does, that it, by faith, that these are, these are mighty men and women of God, you know, that they're going to be living and breathing for Him, that they're going to be testifying to the goodness of God. And it makes me think, weren't we all dry bones at some point? I certainly was. And you know, He saved us. You know, He redeemed us. He called us to live and to be His mighty army. We're so blessed, man. It's so good. Yeah, so I just think this is amazing. Let the Holy Spirit lead you to, to these dry bones and, and have time to hear Him speak into you and show you. Ask Him, ask him for a verse. Find a verse to declare out on their knife. And sp- just speak life. Speak life. Uh, call those bones to live in the name of Jesus. And we're going to see God move in amazing ways, man. It's going to be crazy. And, um, you know, maybe even if there's a little bit, you know, bits of stuff feeling a bit dry in our own lives, you know, um, don't feel like he overlooks that or doesn't, you know, he's too busy or to care about that. Maybe it's stuff we're still waiting on breakthrough and we've been praying for a really long time and you're starting to feel a bit, you know, you may be let down. Don't give up and don't be discouraged. In Galatians it says, let's not get tired of doing what is good for at the right time, proper time, we'll reap the harvest if we don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep speaking His Word. Keep speaking His Word. Be like my kids. They're so persistent. Half the time I just end up giving in. You know, be like this. Keep coming to Him. Keep coming to Him. (laughs) No, remember though, that when God speaks, that it is powerful to change things. So cling to these promises, eh? Cling to these promises. Psalm 119 verse 49, and it says, it's us saying to God, remember your promise to me. It's my only hope. Your promise revives me. It comforts me in all my troubles. When we cling to His promises, we do. We find hope. It gives us life. Keep asking Him and remember that He does love you and that He, he wants to see breakthrough. The victory is already ours. Just keep proclaiming these promises. He wants to see you well. He wants to see your marriage happy and joyful. And, you know, He wants to see your home a happy, safe, fun place. He wants to see our workplaces prosperous. Yeah, we'll just finish up in prayer, eh? At least you got something. Yep. Whatever you feel, you pray. You pray. Okay. Whatever the Lord leads you, Oh God, Lord, we just thank you so much that you are here and that you're moving in this place. God, I do believe that you've put dry bones on our hearts, maybe things in our own lives, maybe things in others, God. And I just pray, God, I know that you haven't put them here just to just to show us, but because you have a purpose and you, you are, are calling them to live, that you are calling them to change in Jesus' name. God, we call these bones to live. We lift up these situations, these people to you right now, Lord, and we look at them with hope, the hope that you have given us, God. 
We believe for mighty and amazing miracles and we know that nothing is too hard for you. Everything that you call to live will live. And we just believe for that right now, Jesus. We pray that you move by your Holy Spirit and don't let these things leave us. Write them on our hearts, God. Write them on our hearts. God, we just love you so much. And we just pray that you'll be glorified through this, that we are gonna see mighty miracles and others will see this too. And it will glorify you, God. Lord, we praise you. We praise you, God. And we thank you that you speak to us. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Amen.